0: welcome to down south football podcast on this uh occasion it is tuesday night it's tuesday night right
1: these
0: weeks are thing, running together yeah, brother it's, right it's right getting closer you <laughs> can feel it, <laughs> I, it it's feeling it. we we are officially today is the 10th we're officially 18 days away from, from college football starting uh a lot of the People that we talk about is, you know, is this is the on the fourth, but we got a lot of stuff happening on August twenty eighth. It's gonna be some great games on that day. We'll come to you guys today, man, talking about uh the untimely passing of the great coach Bobby Bowden, of course, a native of Birmingham. Uh coach that excuse me, Howard, <laughs> not Sanford. <laughs> Howard when, uh, when it was Howard, and of course, you know, his legacy was built at at florida state university so we definitely want to at a time when they was basically just known for being a women's college if i if i correct about my assessment yes, and how, and, how, yes. and how far he took that program up and we just want to first of all send our condolences to the Bowden family uh with everything that they got going on and uh when it comes to that man it, it's 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 i'm really sad to see bobby go man bobby was a bobby was a straight shooter uh mm-hmm. He always had from from listening to so many stories about him. He always had a kind word and advice for you. Uh, but before I turn it over to my my other my, my co host Mr. Chauncey Tuck and Mr. Ben Dennis, I as the I am DJ Double Dose. Um, I wanted to talk about just a little bit of what some of his accomplishments mm. uh, that he had. Well, right. I think the most impressive accomplishment to me. And when they, when people have been talking about it, it's the fact that he had nineteen straight, uh, rank finishes from nineteen eighty seven to two thousand and five. Uh, and if I remember right, he had a streak of top fives, mm-hmm. fourteen years, Four, 14, fourteen years in a years. row, man. That top that five. that, and what he did for that program and everything that people have always said about him, I think that's that's just one of the the lasting legacies. And I just think it's one of those things you'll never see again. So before we before we turn it over to Ben Chance, what's your initial thoughts on the
2: passing of Coach Bobby Bowden? Um, yeah. When you when you want to talk about dominance back in the nineties? Oh, I'm sorry, like the mid nineties to a little bit a little, like mid eighties to nineties, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. something like the dominance, and you know they was in there with the ACC, uh, and then uh, they, I mean Florida State was, just, I guess you call Florida State today's Clemson um that's how mm-hmm. that's how dominant they were um mm-hmm. uh, and i think they're gonna get back i think um uh, they're gonna get back to that point but with bobby bowden um man let me tell you for one thing i think he was an innovator uh as far as yes you know bringing coaches in and keeping coaches uh man what was it what was the defensive coordinator name mickey Mick all Andrews. I do,
1: all I do, is blitz and play man. That's, That's it. it. That's, That's it. it. And, uh, I'm blitzing and I'm playing man on the outside.
2: <laughs> That's <it>. And, Mick, <laughs> Mick, uh, Mick and one thing, one thing, Bobby could uh, pick out was a quarterback. You mm-hmm. know, he he, one thing he could pick out the quarterback, like you know, anything from Charlie Ward to hell, you thirty know, five year old Chris Winky. You know what I'm saying? Chris Rick so, pick yeah, six man. Chris Ricks what and then look, you know say <laughs> you know, so he could pick a quarterback, hey, he could man. also pick uh he he knew talent. Uh yes. and by far one of the most electrifying players ever to put on a Seminole jersey was Peter Ward. Uh mm-hmm. I had Peter Ward jersey when I was in high school. I mean mm-hmm. yes. Uh one thing another thing he he uh he innovated the game as far as uh when it comes to not association, but when it comes to you know being fashionable, you know, mm-hmm. when Florida State first got the tellers on their necks, when they got the uh the uh seminole uh stuff on their uh, on their jerseys, they were the first one to brought the Nike uh chick on their jerseys too. I mean the Nike branding was all through up right. through Florida State. So everybody wanna talk about Oregon? Nah, cause if you didn't have a Florida State jersey, you weren't rocking nothing right. So uh, he started that stuff. He started, he's the one, he was a player's coach. Right, he's the yeah. one that... Uh, a real player's coach. For a me. real player, right. He's the one who let his players, you know, do certain things, you know, as far as, you know, to the edge. You know, we used to call them Used to call him free shoes university. Uh, <laughs> that
1: was that Steve. Yeah, that was on Steve. You know, yeah, Steve Steve. And then, the you, know
2: you know, and then you know Peter going to Dillards and getting free stuff too. Hey, hey, hey! Now, nah, hey, nah. like I said, it, it it was very interesting, you know, right. uh, but not the bad stuff. But you know, it was like Bobby Bound was an innovator when it come, when it came to stuff like that. I, you know, you, you're not going to see somebody like that that genuine, and he's that that Southern draw that he had, and all that yeah. good stuff too. It was just. And then I, I like you know he knew what his time was coming you know what I'm saying he was ready, so man recipes Bobby Brown that's all I got I mean like I said he was just an
0: innovator that's all I got right and so and some of the things before I turn it over to Ben you know that that people talk about is you know the 38 straight ACC home wins from 1992 to 2001 mm-hmm. uh, we talked about the the uh, about the top fives. We talked about that. You know, still has thirty six straight bowl appearances. Uh that's still going. I mean, you got the uh the nine straight acc titles. I mean you 12, can kinda go 12 in
1: total. I it's man.
0: yeah, I mean you can keep going, you know, on and on and on about the, the amount of records that he that he that he helped establish and the culture of Florida State. Like Florida State, Miami, everybody wanted to go to those two schools, you know. And, and he always had those players that was electrifying. Where, like you said, we talked about Charlie Ward, we talked about Ward Dunn, but like, we can't forget about some of the great receivers that he's had and some of the great players he had. With on defense, it's Derek Brooks or, or any of those guys. You can go on and on and on and on. But man, I just think this legacy will never be top what he what he did for Florida State and what he and what he was as a person. Now, a lot of people say he was a better person than he was a coach. Right. So. That's why I that's why I am on it. Ben, you can go ahead, sir. Let you give your thoughts on, on, on your coach, as you would like to
1: say. I think I think one of the main things that, you know, I made when I made my post that I talked about was, you know, he was willing to play a black quarterback or African-American quarterback when that wasn't the most popular thing to do. And when you look at his teams as a whole you know, what he was able to do with Charlie Ward, when he realized, he said, you know what, this is the, this is the way that you play, so what we're going to do is we're going to adapt everything around what you do. And when they started running that fast break offense with Charlie Ward, man, it just, it finally got him, it finally got him his first national title. Because you look at the two years prior, it was, it's, if you look at all the TV, whenever they show Florida State highlight, whenever they show Florida State Miami, you always see, the, the wide rights. and you always see him running. And he's like, "Oh damn, you know what I'm saying?" Because in those years, in '91 and '92, those two missed field goals, in essence, cost him national titles because he didn't get to play for him in those years. And then wide right, finally, yeah, it was you know, wide, was like, a wide left or wide right? It it wide, wide right, wide, 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 right. wide, wide, wide right. Three right,
2: three <laughs> times.
1: Right. Wide right, three times, and wide left one time. Right, right. thank you. There we go. And, there we go. And yeah. it just, and it just was like you know. You look at that, and then when he finally broke through, and then when he won it in '93, but I mean, when you look at Bobby Bowen, I think the main thing that people always when you looked at the outcry and you looked at the poor, everything that happened with him, people loved him as a man. And his memory, <laughs> even as even in his older days, a lot of his former players would say that he may not remember, he wasn't the best with names, but he will always remember like what their moms cooked for him. And Brian McFadden told a told a real good story about how when he came on his visit, his little sister fell asleep in his lap. Because that's the type of person and the type of closer that he was. When he would come to the in home visit, it was like, you know, when he came and he came and he spoke, and he always said that I'm recruiting the mamas. Because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, if the mom if the mama is gonna trust me with their son, right then then that that's my focal point and he and that's how he closed the deal I mean like I said we can talk about all the numbers and everything that he did but I think he was just much more of a better person you know than he was right. a coach and he cared and he cared about the players and like a lot of the guys that tell you that you know he always spoke about religion he was very religious and, and he always spoke on all of that and you know for somebody like me you know, I always tell the story about how I became a Florida State fan. People always ask, how the hell are you from Birmingham, Alabama? You a Florida State fan? It was because, because of the way he played Charlie Ward and then finding out that he went to school here at Woodlawn and knowing he was a native of Birmingham, man, that, that kind of just sold me on him, man. And when you look at the things that he did within the conference and a lot of people nowadays, because we're so far removed, they don't remember that Florida State was an independent school at that time. It was independent it was all girl school too it was all girl school for a clip and then by the time he became the coach we was independent so a lot of times you look at all of these independent schools you know you look at what notre dame is doing and you go back you look at florida state they were playing all of these schools and early on in bobby's career we was getting our ass kicked. but it was like look i'm not scared to go to nebraska x amount of times and play them i'm not scared to play whoever because we're trying to make this into a brand and turn it into a powerhouse and then you know eventually you know they ended up joining the um the acc but i, I say this before i go because i don't want to be too long-winded no no you but i do i, so I want to add to that i think the funniest thing that came out was you know it's been so many myths and back and forth about florida state and the sec and, and alabama and bobby i think the funniest thing was when they you know he wanted a job in 86 at Bama. he wanted a job he pretty much thought that he had the job in tow. They called him in. They told him, hey, you know, come on down. You know, he he's thinking, get an interview. he's thinking, yo, I got the job. They, this just a formality. They just gonna show me the facilities, you know, mm-hmm. blah, 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 whatever, whatever. He gets there and they tell him he got an interview. Interview. Yep. And now, Bob, and, and anybody that talks about his story about he's not a cocky coach. He wasn't an ego driven coach. But at that moment, he was like, I'm vibing back. You know what? Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. He turned right back around and he went back to Tallahassee. And, you know, like they say, a year or two later, the dynasty really took off and you saw, you know, what happened from there, man. And just and when you look at some of the electric players that came through Florida State while he was there, I mean, you're talking about icons. You're talking about Peter Ward. You're talking about Dion. You're talking about Marvin Jones, Derrick Brooks. I mean, Lord, how can I forget
0: Dion? Lord,
1: have mercy. And, and, and and Terrell Buckley, and I mean, you, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Work done. I mean, it's just like you look at some of those guys that played for him, man, and, and what they were able to accomplish right. at the next level. It's just like, man, it just was a testament of who uh, who he was, and also who Mickey Andrews was running that defense, man. So you know, rest in peace, Coach, man. You always be. I'm always gonna call you Coach, no matter what. Everybody, get on me about that. Every, all my hashtags, I always used to say. Bound error you know what I'm saying. Don't know about my oh, my hashtags. You still, you still, you still Jimbo error Jimbo Arrow. You, you know
2: what, what I'm saying. <laughs> that, I heard ooh, one episode a couple weeks ago.
1: You said that's my coach. I'm like, what <laughs> so you know, what? So hey. with, but you know what I'm saying, man. Rest <laughs> in peace, man. You know, I, you know everybody in the family and everybody, man. Just rest in peace, man. You know.
0: I do want to add this one more story to this. I heard this story. Uh, And I'm sure it's been told a thousand times, but I think it just was, it just epitomized who Bobby, I mean, who Bobby Bowden was. So back in these days, I think it was Terry. Terry was coaching at Auburn, I think. I want to say Mm -hmm. he was at Auburn. I want to say it's Terry. Please, if I I have the wrong Bowden, don't, fans, people, don't kill me in the comments. But basically, they were recruiting the same guy. And back in those days, you couldn't recruit after midnight. Like, that was the rule. It said Bobby got there about six thirty seven and stayed to midnight while while if, if it was Terry was sitting outside in the car <laughs> and then after midnight he walked out the house and waited at his son and kept on he <laughs> kept on moving because he knew he couldn't come in. It was just like you know it's like okay he said so you know it's just it's just stuff like that man the good old days of of doing that type of recruiting and stuff like that man but um just iconic. A legend you know what i'm saying a legacy never leaves uh-huh. of everything that's with that's with uh bobby bowden man you know like you grew up on the sideline where i seen him wearing a little Seminole sweater and
2: yep. knowing that knowing that oh. you know the squad was gonna come through Yeah, right let me tell you something and then everybody keeps talking about nick saban in the straw hat bobby bowden was the first to do that and then everybody was talking about nick saban didn't know bobby bowden been doing it man so yeah Yeah. i mean it it all depends but you know but definitely man
0: uh rest in peace bobby man and 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 we're gonna miss you because you use a straight shooter so always but before before we before we wrap it up i want to talk about just for a second uh we got a lot more coming for y'all but we want to talk about you know the usa today top 25 preseason top 25 I'm, i'm about half and half on preseason top 25s I'm not like just a hundred percent in favor of me. To me, it just gives you talking points uh, for anything else. But you know, the top twenty-five came out. I don't think anybody was in any shock by the fact that we just let's let's just talk about the the top ten. Uh, okay. you, you had you had Alabama number one. I, I don't I can't disagree with that. Clemson mm-hmm. number two. Oklahoma number three. Ohio State four. Georgia five. Texas A&M 6. Tuck team. Notre Dame at 7. Iowa State with Mr. Brees Hall and the boys at number Uh 8. North Carolina coming in number 9. And number 10, you had Cincinnati coming in. Mm -hmm. I I didn't didn't see a lot. I think think to the non-college foot, a lot of people that don't really keep up with it, it's going to surprise them to see Cincinnati up there. It's going to surprise people to see Texas A&M it's gonna surprise the people to see Iowa State, uh, just from casual football fans. But I'm not really surprised by a lot that's in this because it's gonna be so fluid. So you got a top five matchup out the off your first week, Clemson and Georgia. So you already know we are gonna have some shake up either way it go. But just your initial thoughts, uh, Ben, on the hearing that top ten of the preseason from USA Today.
1: My surprise is North Carolina. I, I get, I get, no, but follow me. I get they got Sam coming back, but they lost. You know, as much as we as much as we want to praise Sam Howell, those backs that's gone. Yeah. You know that, that 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 kept that offense rolling. You know, rolling a lot harder. You know, a lot harder. So I, I'm I'm a little shocked about North Carolina, but again, they're the between them and Miami. They are the preseason favorites. Between it's a flip up between them two of who's going to win the coastal. And I guess my other surprise would be, I mean, it's three and four, but you got you got Oklahoma over Ohio State knowing with what Ohio State is bringing to the table. And and then the fact that Oklahoma even got two first place votes, that that's even more surprise. I, 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 I've seen Oklahoma before.
0: Oklahoma has been a a. In some people's eyes, has been a Preseason because mainly because of their improvement on defense and what they're bringing back. But what? Tuck, what was your what was your initial thoughts? Uh,
2: Starting from the bottom at number ten, well, not the bottom. Of it. We'll start from number ten. Cincinnati, no way. Uh, they lost Freeman. He's at Notre Dame now as a defensive coordinator. So I really don't think that's that's gonna work. Uh, really okay. Uh, and then um, who was the head coach of Cincinnati last year? it's the same one. You eh? said that I'm trying. to think who, what, fickle, Where did Van the head coach come from? I can't remember. Oh, he came from Notre Dame. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, so, yeah, Clark, yeah. Clark Lee yeah. came from Notre Dame. Yeah. Clark, yeah. Uh. So we got North Carolina. That I'm kind of like Ben, but they do have I think ten returning starters off of North Carolina.
1: They receive. They they receivers back.
2: Defense. They got this. So they, like I said, Matt Brown. We'll see, but um. It's pretty run of the mill. Um Texas A and M, if they don't become Texas A and M and start looking towards the future and seeing those longhorns in their back, they uh they gotta their
1: the got quarterback situation first. Uh
2: yeah. So I mean Mond's not there, so I think it's no. an upgrade already. Um
1: <laughs> Hold on. wait a
2: minute. <laughs> that's why they're that's why they're in the top
1: ten. Oh no, they not isn't they ain't that
2: why they're in the top ten. Does Killer on? No. No. no okay. I, I didn't know. I mean.
1: Oh the offensive God. line is part of what it
2: is. We're not going to get into that. Go ahead.
0: Talk. Keep I just thought about, talk. about talk. it. But, I'm,
2: um, I'm you know, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see. All right. All right. So Alabama won. Uh, Georgia and all them. Yeah, that's that's fitting. Uh, I Like I said, it's going to be interesting. And just like the old adage says, coaches, like what coaches say is uh, the, the polls are for the fans it's not for us." So, right I, I, I did i i'd uh, like i said, i just don't i just don't see i just don't see why Cincinnati that, that was a head head scratching everybody else was okay i i mean i I've,
0: I've heard i've heard Cincinnati name a lot during this all season now mm-hmm. to say that i've done all my deep research like i did but what's name is back too right what what i get from this is that yeah unless unless you're alabama or a couple of his teams if your quarterback is back they push a lot to they, there I'm not saying you don't have a good team, but North Carolina, you got you got Sam, you got Howard coming back, and I think uh, Ritter is coming back for Cincinnati. I would say you should have Purdy, and then you, you got and, and you got and you got uh huh. Bryce, Bryce Hall coming back, right? You know, so it's like I think you know a lot of it is like I said, it's it's the USA Today poll, but you know we'll see. Yeah. With Clemson, I have my questions about Clemson. What you gonna say, Tuck? To- oh, I'm just
2: gonna say you can't prove my point. Is you talk about the people that got ring quarterbacks, so up. you upgrade, yeah. So Texas A&M. Okay. Oh God! Uh, anyway. Do you even know who Texas A&M start is? It don't matter. None of us do. <laughs> it don't matter. Hey, I, I, I do. Hey. I, do, I, do I, I do. know who the quarterback contest is. Yeah, I do yeah, know it, who it, that it is. Contest, right. they, they got two good quarterback uh, options to replace mine. But to be honest with you, they are the home of the twelfth man. They can pick a twelfth man and put something. Like oh my God! I I, I really can't. Deal I, I, are they getting on your now.
1: list with Georgia Tuck? I mean, oh no. <laughs>
2: Oh, okay. We, I'm about to say, I'm like, they get you know they, on your list. There's oh. okay. nowhere near. Okay, nowhere okay. Near.
0: I got it. I Are you it. sure about that?
2: I'm, I'm sure because you know, like, like I say, it's Texas A&M is a is an up and coming program. Even though they're an Adidas school, uh, they're an up and coming program. So, we I mean,
1: I mean, they so, got based out, so based so based off that, they're not gonna win it. Too.
2: I mean, we all know this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I,
0: my my my. my, my, my my favorite to win the Texas A&M job is Haynes King right now. That's oh. that's my personal favorite. The sophomore quarterback. He can sl- he
2: can sling it, man. He, he can, can sling. Sl- he can run. Hard. He can
0: run too. That's he that's my favorite
2: too. So that's why I think he'll probably. Have
0: but like looking going down the line, I mean, we we can get into later about what we think about him. But like in the all season, I heard a lot of people saying they were going to vote Oklahoma number one, number one because of Rattler, number right. two because of what they got on offense and actually their improvement. On defense, but it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. This this is hey, this just brings us up for the next two three weeks about what we got going on with the polls and with fall camps and everything that's just going around right now. Talking about nil and everything else, but
1: hold, hold on is, hold on before you leave that point, Renard And hey, you know what? A lot of people with Oklahoma think that their backup is actually better than Spencer. Who thinks that right now? A lot of people. There's a lot of people talking about it. They that and that's part of why on people, one
2: hand, I mean
1: I, people think just, First, they, they, like they, they people they, like they, Caleb. Uh, people, uh, uh, a lot of people love Caleb. I love people Caleb. love Caleb. People lo- love people, Caleb. Love, Caleb. people, lo- love, people love, Caleb. love Caleb. They really do. So they're really looking at it like if Spencer <sighs> nuts up like he did last year. Let me say something. And Lincoln done already showed you he'll put he'll pull oh, yeah. he'll pull it. Yeah. Most,
2: most definitely. I mean, not Caleb, hopping in that thing. It's... Let me let me tell you something. It's a rattler. is probably one of the best quarterbacks in the country coming out. I mean, coming into the this year. Okay, I'm with you. He learned so much last year when he got benched
1: because he did. You see the yeah. fire
2: he came out with?
1: Yeah, he did. And, and now he know what's behind him too. Yeah, he. ain't. I mean, no. I, I don't think he's gonna let it slip. If you don't, if you ain't learned nothing about something
2: in Tuscaloosa, is one thing you are gonna learn is iron sharp as iron. And yes. competition is everything. Mm-hmm. Kid everything. ain't got about that. Kid ain't got to about that, dude. I ain't worried about Spencer not one bit. Not one bit. I, w- I will say this, Ben, to support your point.
0: If you know, right now we're talking expectations, and Spencer, Rale- Spencer Raleigh has all the talent in the world. Mm-hmm. If he struggles, I don't think Lincoln would hesitate. When's the Oklahoma game? I mean, when's the Texas game for them? Like game six, uh, seven, young, something like that? Yeah. 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 If it's something like that, We'll see how it goes the first couple games, but I, I I have zero doubts with with Rattler mainly because of their schedule. Cause we we can talk about that later, but their schedule sets up like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we are just we are walking to the Big Twelve game if they show up. If they show up, I think I think this should be good. But we thank y'all for coming to us for this Down South Football short. Once again, rest in peace, Bobby Bowden. We got a lot more coming. We got fall camp. We got to get these team previews in with these experts and all this other stuff we got going on, man. A lot of the news happening really, really soon. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend to follow us on all social media platforms. If you need help, it's right here. Down at Down, Down South Football Podcast on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Check us out on Instagram and YouTube. We're gonna be away, it's gonna be really more active on there. And on Twitter. We always active on Twitter at DSL Podcast, man. Check us out. Let us know what you think. Let let, let me know how you feel about it. And let us know how you're thinking. So, hey, if you if you with it, we're gonna be there for you, man. And we're gonna be good to go. But hey, if nothing else, we about to be out this thing. For me, it's Renard Williams. It's Ben, and I am DJ Double Dose. It's Mr. Chauncey Tuck at Chauncey Tuck. Mm. And nothing else, man. We'll be out, and we'll holler at y'all later. And we're going to leave it with a gun it. <laughs> Peace.